Welcome to the Mind Your Own Podcast with Aaron Sorensen and Sasha Durkin. Where we stick to sports, except when we're not. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Own Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Sasha. And we're back, kind of. Like, (laughs) we're like the most unenthusiastically back, but not because we're not excited about the podcast. We're just both generally exhausted. Mm -hmm. And um, thankfully, you've all been exceptionally gracious with us and haven't been um, too upset that we haven't had a new episode in about three weeks. But it is just, it is it has been a busy time. Sasha, yeah. how, how are you today? I am okay. I'm very tired uh, as a general rule anymore. Um, <laughs> for like the last month and a half, two months. Um, but I'm here, you know, it's cold as hell today. Oh my gosh, this is <laughs> wild. Yeah. yeah, it's like I had I had to make choices like I couldn't cover everything outside because I also understand it's getting really close to the end of the season where like trying to save plants is probably not really honestly all that worth it. But like our garden is still kind of going. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, it's going to get up, um, get up close to like almost 80 over the weekend. Like we probably could yep. still get like a couple more tomatoes, some jalapenos. So I'm like, I'm just going to like. I'm going to cover those. I'm going to cover some of the mums primarily like on our front porch, but I'm just going to let everything else kind of just like fend for itself. But I walked outside and our elephant ears plant definitely did not like the hard freeze. And I was like, Oh, it's so sad. I, the thing that's wild about that plant in particular is you just take the bulb and put in a, you know, a paper bag and store it in your basement over the winter. And then in spring yeah. replanted and it comes back, which is great. So it's not like that plant is dead, mm-hmm. but it just was like, Oh, it's just the first sign of like the colder, yeah. the colder time is here. <laughs> when I was, I wanted to get here a little, get into office a little bit earlier today. And it was still for the most part, basically just like dawn as I was driving in. And that was at like, I wanted to be here at seven 30. So yeah, it's uh, it's also only 19 <laughs> degrees as the time we're recording this. I will say I am looking forward to, from my understanding, I believe the daylight saving situation is changing in 2023. I think that's been passed. Maybe maybe it's only gone through one side of mm-hmm. Congress. Regardless, I'm a, I'm under the impression that it is going to essentially go away. And as much as these mornings are tough when you wake up and it's getting darker, I do enjoy that there's light later in the day. And so mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to that because it's like mornings kind of just by the nature of them, you're kind of sleepy, groggy. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I just, I, I, I would be fine if daylight savings was not a thing ever again. Yeah. That would um, be great. Let's see. Um, I have to look it up. If the bill passes next year as it's written, I guess maybe what I believe is everything I've heard is that it is expected to pass in full, I think is what I I think that's why I'm just making the assumption that it will happen. But I'm fine with that because, yeah, I woke up this morning and I was a little like, oh, I felt it's been a doozy of a couple of weeks. I will say, like, I talked about this a little bit on Twitter. Uh, Nebraska and Illinois was announced as a 2.30 p.m. Central kick. Um, I am ecstatic I'll be honest with everyone listening. My favorite kickoff time is 11 a.m. I love it for a couple of reasons. One, I don't mind waking up early. Mm-hmm. And then two, um, by the time that game is done and we get through all of our post-practice or post-practice, post-game stuff, 
um, get our content out for like the first kind of like what I would say wave of content. By the time I get home, I am home by like the, the late game start. So like the like 6 to 7 p.m. later kick game. So I can kind of sit down and like actually enjoy part of the like slate of college football games that day yeah. and just relax, go to bed at a reasonable time, wake up on Sunday and not feel like I've been hit by a bus. The last couple of weeks with these like 6.30 or 7.30 if you're on the East Coast time, mm-hmm. they, they have been brutal. And I, I don't think I realized how spoiled <laughs> I had gotten with some of those 11 a.m. kickoffs for so many, so many years. Um, but it's it's tough because it used to be if your team was bad, if the team you cheered for, if you if you were a fan of, if you covered if they were bad, you almost could always guarantee those 11 a.m. kickoff games. That's not the case anymore. Cause like with Fox making their noon game, that big noon kick, like their big premier game of the day, yeah. like 11 a.m. kicks are almost becoming like premium mm-hmm. where people want that time slot because they don't want to go up necessarily if they've got a really good game, but they don't want to go up against Alabama, Tennessee, mm-hmm. you throw it in that, you know, 11 a.m. noon, if you're on the Eastern time zone, like, slot and you get kind of to be the premier game there so what that means is for a game like nebraska rutgers which isn't exactly or nebraska purdue which isn't exactly like the most like ever no no one's like outside of nebraska purdue nebraska rutgers fans people are not on a national level clamoring for that matchup right um it means that those games get kind of slotted into like whatever's left over and it's honestly becoming a situation where night games are becoming the what's left over Mm mm-hmm because no one wants to go up against the Alabama, Tennessee. So they're like, all right, well, we want to get into a different slot to get the like viewership. And so, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I like this past Saturday night, we stayed in Chicago. We didn't stay in West Lafayette. It's about yeah. a two two fifteen, two hour and 15 minute drive from Chicago or Chicago to West Lafayette. It's not bad at all. Um, it's actually a, it's a much easier trip than doing like, West Lafayette to Indianapolis, but we got back to the hotel around one 30 in the morning central, which was wild because we were, the game was in the Eastern time zone, but like we were staying in the central time zone, just a wild experience. Um, but we got back to the hotel about one 30. I think I fell asleep just after 2 AM. My alarm went off just after 6 AM had to be like, we made this choice to be clear, we got on our flight at like 8.30. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is, is we were back in Nebraska by like 9.30 in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> We had our whole Sunday to recover and then it's a bye week. So like we made that choice. But at the same time, like it wouldn't have mattered if that, you know, we had a 4 p.m. flight because you still have to get up and check out of a hotel. It's not exactly like you're getting to like sleep in and then like, mm-hmm. you know, recover. You're still having to travel. In some cases, some people... We're driving at least part of that trip. And yeah, it was, I just don't think I realized how much of a beating my body and just my energy had taken until yesterday when I was looking at the week ahead and I was like inconvenienced by like the option, like the possibility of like a random meeting that I wasn't expecting because like Mm -hmm. that was almost too much for my brain to comprehend at that moment. And when that, this meeting got canceled, I was like, 
like you could hear like church choirs because like that's where my brain was <laughs> yeah. at right now. Like little inconveniences or little things are just, are just piling up. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this. Like, I remember like almost two years ago during like the heart of the pandemic where I was like, you know, if there's one thing that that 2020 season taught me is like kind of like to take a step back and to reevaluate, but I'll be honest now that I'm back into like really, truly the thick of it, it's really freaking hard. Yeah. So anyway, I digress. No, it's uh totally get it well and it's it's there's just like so many things that like continuously keep changing and what have you like scheduling wise and so it's yeah i'm like yep cool i just need a day i need a day (laughs) i yeah i that's kind of where i'm at like i have um i have a lot of work i need to get caught up on and so like i'm really trying to protect my time right now where i'm like okay if it's something that is non-essential, like if it's not, like if it's not end of the world, like I don't, like I have a tendency, I think to sometimes overdo things where I overcommit, where I say yes to a lot. And I'm a mm-hmm. big proponent for saying no, but I'm just saying like, I, I always kind of want to feel like I'm being helpful, especially to my team where like, if somebody can't do something, I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll do it. But like last week, for instance, when Jacob and Drake were in in or Indianapolis in Minneapolis for Big Ten Media Days, that meant that Jacob wasn't going to be able to cover volleyball. And I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. I got it, which I'm still glad I did. But like that day, so that Tuesday was wild because I messaged you and was like, I don't know if I have the time to record because I have all of these meetings stacked in the morning because that's what happens is people see like this little like chunk of time and they're like mm-hmm. oh gotta get like the meetings in there because we had press conference for football um i and cook was there for volleyball um i had to teach class that afternoon and then i had to stay stick around and go to volleyball post practice to get audio mostly for jacob so that way when he comes back he has what he needs to be able to like write stories and do his job right um but that was a long day. I think I was in Lincoln almost like, gosh, by the time I got there, I think I was in Lincoln, like almost 10 hours working pretty consistently and then got home and still had more work to do. Mm -hmm. And like, I hadn't like, that was totally fine, but it's like, you can't do that. Like that can't be what you do over and over. Cause otherwise you will run yourself into the ground. And that's what I was going to say is like, I think I sometimes have a bad habit of especially during the fall into like early winter, just running myself absolutely ragged. Mm -hmm. And it's not even like I'm sick. I'm just exhausted. I'm just worn out. And, you know, I feel bad because people probably are like, wow, you, you sound and look tired. And it's like, cause I am, am. (laughs) but it's like, I, I like, I don't know what like the recovery is because Mm -hmm. I like, unless I start sleeping, like I slept like eight and a half hours last night. I was exhausted. Yeah. No, I probably could have slept more. I messaged you this morning and was like, I feel like a mess. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got pretty decent sleep last night too. And I was just like, but can I have some more please? <laughs> some um, more. But yeah, it's not great. <laughs> it's not been great. No, but in positive news, like this has actually been very impressive to me. Um, through all of the chaos of the fall sports season, you just, you just ran market to market. (laughs) Yes. Well, and I think that that's, that's just been like part of it. I would like legit, I usually work all day Sundays now. 
And so then by the time Friday rolls around, it's like, whoa, I've like put in a lot of hours. Uh, So then when I had, I was like trying to prep, you know, train for that. I know that most people I heard, I overheard somebody like on, on the course that day being like, yeah, so-and-so trained for this. And it's like, well, yeah, like (laughs) I don't typically run 10 miles, like just because. Um, (laughs) So I was like, I don't know. I've been trying to like balance training because then you have the halfsies coming up, um, which I'm like, yeah, let's hurry up and get over with at this point. But market to market is always super fun. I think it's become like my favorite event. Uh, This is the second year that we've done it um, with our team. We added two people, which was nice because no one had to run four times this year. Mm. Um, It's just, it is a very long day though, but it's super fun. We, we finished 79th overall um, and knocked 14 minutes off of our time from last year. So um, with those things in mind, it like makes you want to keep training. Like last year after the, after market to market, I like didn't run again until March. (laughs) Like I just, I like running, but it's not like my go-to thing to do. So um, no, it's, it's super fun. The weather could not have been more perfect. Um, yeah. And the good life Havsey is looking pretty good too. In fact, I was yeah. actually being like super, like how, how, how dare I like add this in there? I was like, Oh, it's almost going to be like maybe a little too warm by the end of it. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, as long as it's not super windy, thankfully it's like downhill. So the it's two downhill like the whole time, <laughs> I didn't even look at, I just, I just wanted 10 miles total for market to market. So I didn't look at the maps. I just picked the the two stages that would equal 10 miles. No, why? I will never do that again. The first one, I had the Rolling Hills course, which is six miles of literally up, down, up, down, up, down. And then at the end, it's like flat, finally. But then the second leg of it, which is four miles, is literally up a hill. Not like Not a steep one, but it is literally up elevation the entire four miles. And I was like, I won't just off of that next year when we do this yeah it's uh I'm I am looking forward to the good life havesy I haven't been I I like had trained pretty consistently the last I'd say like five days I had to kind of stop I did my I did a nine mile I did my nine mile long run last week and then I pretty much had to like stop because I got hit really hard with um, my allergies were mm-hmm. really, really bad last week, like awful. And then like just through the weekend, it's not easy to run. Like when I was in New York in slash New Jersey, I did run, you know, a lot, I did like a five mile while I was there. And like I did on the treadmill cause I didn't trust the area I was in, but like, that's the same thing with like where we were staying in Chicago, we we're staying right by Midway. And it's like, that's not a that's it's not an like a I'm not even talking like safe I'm just saying mm-hmm. like from like it's like strategic like yeah. running area like there's just like you were I would have to have gone to the treadmill and I was just like you know I'm just like kind of feeling pretty like just not great and like honestly this is where I'm having to listen to my body and be like I will be fine at the good life havesy I've put in a lot of miles over mm-hmm. the last two and a half months where I am confident that just because I, at this point, have not done a final quote-unquote long run leading up to it, 
it's a mile difference of what I did last week versus what I would have needed to do this past Sunday or mm-hmm. Monday. And at this point, my body needs to be like a hundred percent like healthy versus, um, trying to push myself to run through like tiredness and exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Cause otherwise that's just going to be, I'm not even going to be like in a good place by Sunday. Right. So like, that's been like the really hard part is I kind of almost had felt a little defeated where I'm like, oh, I just haven't like had the, I'm, I'm making the choice to rest versus running. So like, but you have to kind of just remember, like I told you that, that like consistency is the key. So mm-hmm. like I even got out and just went for a walk yesterday just to like move my body. And like, that is more important than training plans are great. Like I don't, wouldn't recommend just showing up to yeah. a half marathon and being like, here, I'm going to go knock out 13 miles. There are people who can do it if they're like consistent runners, but that's mm-hmm. the key. It's consistency. If you're just consistently running, regardless of distance, you could probably go knock out just about anything you set your mind to. But right. if you want to not feel awful afterwards, you, you know, training helps. But for me, I'm like, I'm not going to kill myself in the good life halves. My plan is, um, I think I have like a two and a half hour mm-hmm expectation like I just would like to be done in two and a half hours same (laughs) um and then like at that point I'm gonna kind of get back to what I I feel like I haven't been I really do enjoy running and I do enjoy working out but like it's become a chore because that's Mm -hmm. ultimately what training becomes it you can enjoy it but it does become a thing you have to check off on your to-do list whether Mm -hmm. again you can enjoy it but that's just the reality of what it is right um I'm kind of looking forward to getting back to just being like, you know what, I'm going to just go for like a couple mile run because that's just what I'm feeling like doing today mm-hmm. and not because I have to do this specifically. Like I'm just yep. kind of looking forward to being able to like take a little bit of time before I have to get back into training. Cause like I've said before, my husband really wants to run a full marathon next spring. I'm I'm like, I don't know if I want to run a full marathon, but like, I'll sure give it the old college try. But right now I'm like, I just kind of need a, I just need to like be able to like work out and run and train for what I want to do versus like what Hal Higdon is telling me to do. That's what, (laughs) that's, that's pretty much where I'm at too. Um, I just, it's, oh, when did I start? End of June, I think again, just because I had somebody who, wanted to do a half marathon that ha- is, doesn't run like at all. Um, and so I was like, well, let's, let's start a few weeks earlier than this training plan, just because that'll help. Then you're not, you're basically doing a couch to mar- a half marathon. So like you need some extra training time. She ended up dropping off, but it does get to a point when you're just, when you're training for something where it does become like very much, like you said, like a to-do list thing. And it's like some days I don't, freaking want to go do that because I have to run eight miles. I want to go run a few miles because I want to do it. (laughs) Well, that's like have to. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And 
Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So many times I was just sitting there like I am trying to balance it around like you know, what's really funny is I have to just say like this and there's going to be somebody who's listening to this that will roll their eyes like, oh, woe is you. And it's it's not that at all. Mm -hmm. But something that has really been fascinating to me is kind of watching this like the empathy that we have for others has is like so non-existent. And what I mean by that is if I talk about so if we ever get questions like, for instance, I brought this up on Derek's podcast last week, the Varsity Club podcast. We often get comments on YouTube about press conferences where people are, are frustrated that they can't say here are the questions that the media members are asking. And so in that case, I addressed it in the podcast explaining why that is a challenge and why that like, it's not it's it, you have to be able to see the setup. And if you could see the setup, like I was looking at the setup at Purdue, for instance, and mm -hmm. I was like, if, if people could just see a visualization of this, it would make more sense to them. Like, yeah, I see a lot of people who are going, well, other schools have it figured out, but like, yes, they have the like press conference itself when it's in the formal press conference room, that piece figured out. Everyone does. Nebraska does as well. Um, now, if you're ever like, but I can't always hear the questions in those cases, the answer to that is like more, it's just like, it's a matter of what you're hooked up to. If you're hooked up into the box itself, which is only streaming the microphone in front of the person, or if you're hooked up into the wall, which is taking both the microphone and also the audio mm -hmm. that's coming out of the ceiling where they have these microphones, it's this whole thing. And now you might go, well, then Aaron, why don't you just plug into the wall? And that's a simple answer. Unless like, say you don't have the right eye rig or you don't have the right um, audio adjuster because mm -hmm. some cameras have them in there, but if you're using your phone or if you're using a cheaper camera that maybe doesn't have that audio piece built into it, right. and then you go plug right into the wall, that audio is going to sound terrible. It's gonna sound blown out. It's gonna hurt your ears. You're not gonna enjoy that experience either. Mm -hmm. I digress. My point with all of this is, is like if you could see the setup of like, say what we experienced at Purdue, which was Mickey Joseph and the player standing in front of, like Purdue's setup was a tent. And they put a podium where they stood and like there were no chairs or was nothing. We just kind of had to like set cameras up mm -hmm. and all of everyone else was kind of crowded on the sides trying to just like do their best to not get in the shots from the cameras, but right. also trying to do their like do their best to like even be heard by the person asking questions. It was not an environment conducive where like I can't pass around a microphone in that in that instance either, because people are like 10 feet from each other where it's like to get that microphone like you're anyway. I hear people and I understand where they're coming from when they're frustrated. And I'm constantly thinking of like, is there a way to maybe address those things in the future when I have a little bit more time to like wrap my head around? Right. Like, how could you maybe make that a more, I see people who are like, could you at least type the questions out? That's interesting. Possible. Now, if it's a 30 minute press conference, that becomes a more difficult task mm -hmm. to take on, especially when we talk about like the gains that you're getting from these. Um, so my point with that is, is like I brought this up on Derek's podcast and immediately people were like, oh, you're just complaining. Poor you. The media is just complaining. The media is always complaining. Like, oh my gosh. and so my point with that is, is whenever I sometimes bring up like how tired I am, how like whatever, I'm always sometimes met with like that person that's like, 
oh, you're just complaining, but you have this great job. Oh, woe is you. And it's like, I just wish that we could take a step back and be a little bit more empathetic Mm -hmm. that if you hear someone explaining, hey, I'm tired or hey, this is a concern you have. Allow me to explain why this that isn't as like easily solved as like it seems Mm -hmm. it would be. Instead of meeting that with animosity and being like, you know, oh, what was you? You're full of crap. Like, instead of doing that, just being like, I maybe I don't understand. Right. Maybe I wouldn't approach it the same way, but I'm at least going to give you the grace to like, that's how you are approaching this in this moment. I'm going to understand that you are doing your best or at mm-hmm. least what you believe to be your best right now. I just think it's just, it's hard because it's like people assume that you're complaining and it's not that at all. I'm super fortunate to have the job. I love my job. I love what I get to do. That doesn't mean when a game is like super late every single week that I'm not going to be like, kind of like tired, (laughs) overwhelmed. Yeah. I I mean, it's, I had a, and I know that it was just like a joking comment, but I've heard this comment before of like, you know, everybody like something went off without a hitch. Everybody did a great job and uh, it'll be like, Oh, you did a really good job hitting record. And it's like, Oh my gosh. You know what? I'd punch someone. Oh, no, I wouldn't. Y'all, I wouldn't goodness. do that. <laughs> but, but seriously, it's like, it's like, what, what do you actually do? And it's like, you, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't do so little work that by the time Friday rolls around, I'm at 45 hours for the week before I even start working on a Friday. Like, it's there's so much more stuff that goes into everything that we're doing that people don't see because you're not in it. And if you don't understand, that's totally fine. No one's here to knock you for that. But I do think that you're onto something there. And I think it's just in general, it doesn't even have to do with us like working in the media or working with media. It's just like in general, like, I don't know what I have a a general inkling of what my husband does on a day-to-day basis. I know that he works really hard and I know they put in long hours, but I couldn't tell you what they do from start to finish up each and every day. So who am I to say, screw you, you're not tired. Like, you know, it's just, um, I think that, I think that the pandemic exacerbated where we're at with empathy for other people. And I think, you know, that the internet, unfortunately, while it's a, a great thing, also lends itself to that because you know you can say whatever you want to a, a virtual stranger yeah. um, and not have to understand anything about what that person's going through or what they do um, but it's we always say I think we've started adding the tagline be effing nice at the end of every meathead test kitchen episode just because it's like it's it's free it's like the only thing that's free you no know, it's kind of one of those things where I, I think a little bit of like, cause here's the thing, like with the, like with mind your own, like with this, with the mind your own podcast, we sometimes talk about sports. We sometimes don't. Sometimes it's just like, honestly, a therapy session for me more than anything else. I just feel like it's like, honestly, the, the, the saddest part whenever we can't record or we have to reschedule is that like, um, it takes away my, like, I feel like scheduled time to talk to you because we're yeah. so, we were like, I remember I was even just in the office a couple of weeks ago and I stepped into your office and I was like, Sasha, but you were, you were in a meeting, but I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> so, like, I do enjoy like just having like this time, but it's just interesting because I think, you know, I just think if like, we could like have, if we could just take a moment to have empathy for others where it's like, again, you don't have to understand everything, but like, I do understand at the same time that like everyone everyone's lives are different. Like, so for Mm -hmm. instance, 
my mom is retired. I could make the argument that like her days are like her stress levels and the things that, you know, take over her, you know, her day are different than mine, but it would be really like insensitive of me to make the assumption that like when she says, Oh, I'm really stressed or, Oh, I've got all this mm-hmm. stuff going on. If I were to just be like, oh, you're retired. Who cares? Like right. you don't have a right to like feel that way. That would be really insensitive because like, who am I to say that like, whatever is, you know, plaguing her on her mind, whatever is going on is like suddenly less important because I have placed less value on her day because she's retired. Like that's mm-hmm. really unfair. Her, her stresses are going to be different than my stresses. And I, I respect, you know, respect and understand that. Um, but I also understand that she works really hard to do what is needed to make my life easier. She Mm -hmm. basically bends over backwards to basically allow me to teach this fall. She is, you know, essentially like, like we, we determined she has this year watched scout my dog almost a full month out of the entire year, which is like the things that she has had to take on with her. She makes dinner on Tuesday and Thursday nights to like basically take one piece of my workload off of my plate where it's just one thing I don't have to think about. So I have to be also very empathetic where it's like, yeah, if she is stressed about something like think of all the things that she is also doing to Mm -hmm. make my life easier. And I think I take that approach often with others where if I'm frustrated by something, I'm like, maybe I need to like take a self-reflection on like where I'm at, why I'm so frustrated because I think a little bit of that is, is like, let's go back really quick to the press conference thing. When I have sat down and had conversations with people about that experience and why it's not as easy as they think it is, whenever we can sit down and have that conversation, the person on the other end often walks away and is like, Oh my gosh, I was completely understanding this. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to like be piling on. And I'm like, no, I just wanted you to know that I hear you. Mm-hmm. Like, I respect what you're saying and I hear you and I want to fix this for you, this frustration, but here's the challenges that I'm coming against. And that's where I think we can have more empathy and grace towards one another is instead of just immediately going like, you're bad at this or I, you're, you're not working hard or whatever is instead like just kind of stepping back and knowing that we can't all sit down and have that conversation mm-hmm we can at least ourselves maybe reflect yeah. on why we're acting the way that we are. <laughs> you know what keeps popping in my head? Like, and this is just, and it happens every single year. But like I mentioned, I my husband owns his own business. So like that has its own entirely different set of issues that come up. But every single year, they wrap up this the year, the season, around November, usually about Thanksgiving time. And then I get so jealous it's jealous is what it is like when i actually take a step back and think about this he doesn't have to do anything over the winter he can stay up late play video games if he wants he can do whatever the hell he wants to he's an adult Um, but he has the time to be able to do what he chooses to do with his time and every single i used to like get mad like why aren't you getting up at eight o'clock when he doesn't have to i mean he just worked his ass off for you know nine months out of the year but like sitting back and like reflecting on some of those things, like you mentioned, like, what is that really? Like, and I had to be like, I'm envious of the fact that he gets to do whatever he wants to do with his time. And I want to be able to do the same thing and spend that time with him. Um, but I can't. Similar to teachers when people do yeah. that, where they're like, oh, they're not working over the summer. And it's like, they just. Could you deal with kids for nine months out of the year? And then like. 
they're working more hours over those nine months than like, and so that's the same thing. Like I know, like with us, like there are times of the year where things get slower. And Mm -hmm. so we take advantage of those times, but I think sometimes people can look at that and they see that and they go, Oh, it's so easy. And it's like, yeah, no, this is like, this is good. Um, Working 50 hours plus (laughs) a week for the last however long. (laughs) Yeah. I just, here's the thing. We're back for the record yeah. for everyone who's listening. We will have a new episode every week. The nice thing is now that now that Nebraska has kind of settled into its schedule, um, un- like the good news is we're past a lot of the busy stuff. So I, Sasha, I don't ex- I don't expect to have to tell you that Tuesdays are completely bogged down <laughs> uh, again. Um, so that means we will be able to record, which is good. Um, but we will be back each week, and um, I like. I just want to say to everyone, like, just be kind to yourself. Um, especially as the seasons change, it can be very, it can be very hard, especially as we get closer to holidays. There's a lot piled into this. Mm-hmm. So just be kind to yourself. Um, you can tweet at us at Aaron Sorensen at Sasha72. Um, our email like is acting strange again. Can't get so we'll I'm not gonna even tell it to you. Just tweet at us for now and hopefully next week we'll have an answer for you on that. Um and then yeah, we'll be back with a new episode next week. If there are any topics that you want us to talk about, again, feel free to tweet at us at Aaron Sorensen at Sasha72. And we're just appreciative that you're here. Everyone that listens yes. to the show, you are a part of you are you are part of the best parts of our week. So thank you. And yeah, Sasha, you and I, when we record this next week, we will have another medal yes. from a half marathon and we can just wear them while we record. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, everyone. We will talk to you next week. Be Again, go be kind to someone. Be kind to yourself. We'll talk to you later. Bye. A Huda Media Production.